welcome to the Coach Tyler Show. Hi there, you wonderful people in the land of the living. Welcome to another episode of the Coach Kyo Show. Please be reminded that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I'm your host, Kyo Day McKinnon. Remember the show we talk all things soccer, um, but the ultimate jo- objective here excuse me, the ultimate objective here is to impact um, and to inspire our young people to live out their purpose. Yes, to live out their purpose, especially in these very uncertain times. Um, We need to be able to stand on purpose is the only thing that is not move. Is the only thing that is not um, the only thing that is solid that we can truly um, depend on. Purpose it comes directly from our source, so it's important to understand that. And the uncertain times is not just um, what is happening within the world, but what is happening within our own lives um, that we have not figured out yet. Mm-hmm that we have not truly come to uh, an in-depth understanding of can can truly put us in 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 a position where we are a bit uncertain i want to say good night and i want to say hello to those that are here um please make sure that you share this live like i said in the last show <clears throat> What it might not be for you, you know, there's always something in a message that can inspire, that can motivate, that can impact somebody's decision about what they do with their tomorrow or what they do with their now. So feel free to share, share this live. Feel free to... Um, Subscribe to the Coach Coyote McKinnon and Co. channel on YouTube. Um, share your comments. <clears throat> if you have a question that you would like to ask, please, please do so. Or I'll try to answer it to the best of my ability. We're speaking tonight on where soccer is going. You are not. And this is directly to our young um our young athletes. One thing about this show, we we speak primarily to the youth and the youth developmental model um, on the field and off the field. If you if you are paying attention to to our show, it's always directly directed to the youth, even if it's indirect, indirectly, <clears throat> because we know parents, we know coaches, we know. The, the community, we know the the environment, the culture, everything that we've spoken of is directed to the to the influence 
of young people. It will impact in a positive or negative way, like it or not. So we want to speak on this topic um, and we want you to give you, we want to give you a chance to maybe get your glass. We're not gonna be here long, I promise. But I really want you, I really want you, the listeners, you the viewers, to get a bit more in-depth um, understanding of the game. Um, and the whole the, the entire show objective tonight is about, you know, can we raise your self-awareness and truly uh, identify you can truly identify with some of the things that you are doing that maybe is um, maybe keeping you away from what you desire to accomplish those deficiencies so it's all about uh, raising your self-awareness and taking ownership of some of the, the things that you're doing that maybe um Maybe it's not getting you to your desired outcome. So we'll be right back um, to dive into this show with the full content. Coyote, McKinnon, and company are ready to dress you in one of their most stylish, comfortable, and attractive athletic gears this fall for you to achieve that desired athletic goal. Check out their online store today for your joggers, tank tops, bras, backpacks, sweatshirts, and everything else you'll need to complete that look. It's Coyote, McKinnon, and company. We care. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You're with Kyle here. Please do support the merch, um, especially if you're a soccer player or if you're a person that likes to work out and need um, some light wear. I could assure you that uh, playing, um, being a former soccer player, I understand the importance of having light-weighted clothing um, to help you to truly maximize your workout. So do support the KMXVI March. Um, it's, you know, we will truly, we we truly appreciate um, your support um, in, in, this, in this movement. Yeah, so we're speaking about where soccer is going. You are not. I would like to think that... <coughs> Growing up in the small town of Linden in, in Guyana, South America, I believe I grew up in a safe place. And the reason why I feel that way, um, people were always brutally honest. They were always brutally honest with you. Good night, Sonia. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to share the life. Yes, even though you didn't like it, you know, people will be brutally honest with you. If you had a big nose, they'll tell you. If you had a big head, they will tell you people form names from just your appearance like 
in 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 Guyana, I don't think most people know the right name of a person because you always call out of your name. It's it's just the culture. But they were always brutally honest with you. If people, if they if they want to support you, they will let you know. They had no hiding with it. If they didn't support you, they will let you know as loud as possible. So that was the reality. You know, that reality also helped you. I feel like it helped me to take ownership, you know, to realize at an early age that people will not always say the things that you want them to say. They will not always treat you the way you want to be treated. <clears throat> and people's opinions of you don't necessarily need to be right. And you don't always have to believe on the other side of the fence. You don't always have to believe what people say about you or how they think about you. So looking back now, you, you, you kind of understand why you have a certain mentality when it comes to, you know, you might say controversy or you, you might think, that you don't always need to follow a crowd. You can you can step out and be different because of that reality check, because of um, growing up in an environment where people will be brutally honest with you and tell you the things that you might not want to hear, but they will tell you because they, they also know that you don't want to hear that. And whatever reaction they want to get out of it, they will continue to pursue it until you change your behavior, until you change your behavior to what they're saying. Then they stop. But if they keep saying something to you and you feed in into it and it's negative and it does something negative to you, then they will continue to pursue it. So for me, it was, was, was developing a certain character where you could stand on certain things, certain principles that could help you to navigate through life and deal, or better, for a better word, to bounce back every time you find yourself in, um, in a negative situation. I think that has truly helped me um, to always, with all the negativity, find a way to keep pursuing um, in or keep in pursuit of greatness. Always believe that your yesterday don't need to affect your today. And if your today is not good, it don't it don't need to affect you tomorrow. The problem, the problem now with I would say with this generation, you have to lie to them. You know, you have to you, you have this narrow space that you have to use to make sure that they are comfortable. You know, you must not be brutally honest with them because it puts them, excuse me, in a in a unsafe, in an unsafe place. Um, so you always have to keep them safe. You know, don't do anything to upset them. You know, don't tell them the truth. Make the path very smooth, very, very smooth as possible, which creates a, a bit of entitlement and 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 lack the the competitive edge to compete with life and the circumstances of life this is important because soccer is going in a direction 
that will need these very attributes. If you if you want to be a elite player, which most of you are paying to do, um, know it or not, if you know or you don't know, most people are paying with the intentions to become elite, but deny but deny the things that um, encourages that type of behavior because we're living in, we're living in a, in in a in a in a time where you know speaking to negative it's i know we're not talking about the people who go to the far left i'm talking about the negative aspects that forces you to think deeper that comes with ideas to form solutions we are totally neglecting that because um, you're told it affects the players mentally so <clears throat> but that's not I'm, I'm laying the foundation for where we're going and why it's important to understand and why it's important to embrace reality and embrace um, the brutal truth sometimes because it helps you to build um, character. And we find it also difficult for young coaches and aspiring coaches who truly, <coughs> who truly, um, truly got the passion for young people and development. You must understand you need to be equipped. You need to be equipped because if not, you will also become another puppet. A puppet on a string where and a puppet on a string is where it's simply where you people are controlling your movements where they want you to go you will have to go and and once that happened then there's no principles there's no principles uh, that uh, that you need to establish in your life to form character and character allows you to lead. So you must be must be mindful with, you know, not allowing to be a puppet on a string, not allowing to go where everybody wants you to go because it's popular. You must be able to do the right things. And where soccer is going, most people are not because we have some of these... Um, we have this constant trend in in behaviors from from a player perspective and also from a coaching perspective you know remember this fact as we navigate through um, this show there are always three type of people you will deal with within the soccer environment one, poor-minded people, poor-minded people, poor-minded individuals who, on, who only thinks about money or who only talks about money. Everything is about money. We pay our money we need to play. We pay our money we, we don't need to make this drive. We, we pay our money we need, we need this, we need that. We need the poor-minded people. They never really see the value outside of their money unless it's directly related to them. 
and their convenience. So you will have those people. You will have those people within the game. On the other hand, you have the rich-minded people who thinks their time is more valuable than anybody else's time. Because they have a lot of material things. They've, they've worked hard to gain material things. So they believe that their time, if not in harmony with what you have to do with your time to, to build the program and to develop the athletes, um, it's a constant battle rich-minded people who who always believe that their time is more valuable valuable than you if if they have to do something for one day that caters to three hours or two hours or four hours but you spend all week um, preparing planning implementing reflecting um, just to get to this one this one moment they they forget all of that that is no value to them. It's about their time um, because they have material things and they are comfortable. So if you're not catering to their time, not because it's not because it's not um, not because there's a lack of understanding, but it just not catering to their time, they they create a whole lot of problems. So you will you will you will deal with those people within soccer. And we're going somewhere with this because this play this play a major role in how our young people are given the full opportunity to truly develop based on where they want to go. Because we have a whole lot of talented young people with a lot of potential who oftentimes are not getting the support or the full support of what is expected. And we'll talk about that um, in a few. And then finally, we have the rich, um, the wealthy-minded people. I love these people, okay? They love success and continued success through embracing new ideas, um, even producing them. These are people that have a growth mindset. They're open. You know, there there are few there are few of them. <clears throat> like the game, the game is making constant changes. And as a coach, I have to be open. I have to be open minded. I have to have a growth mindset to know what I was doing two years ago is not necessarily what it what I need to be doing now. So I've got to be able to grow as the game evolves. But wealthy people think like this. <clears throat> they understand that they have to be, they must be willing to make adjustments if they want to, if they want to continue to go to higher levels, if they want to outrun um, the, uh, the competitors. If they want to be an eagle or they want to be a dove, 
So they they all they are always open to new ideas and and how they can how they can maneuver themselves within these new ideas and open and open um, to it when it comes to development. Because development can't excuse me, we can't be stuck in what we're accustomed to. We can't be stuck with uh, with convenience. We can't be stuck with what we, this is what we did, um, and this is what we know. What you know, what you did, don't necessarily mean uh, that is what is needed now. And that's what you, that's where, that's what you find with rich-minded people and poor-minded people. They have a fixed mindset. If it don't look like what they are accustomed to, if there's anything that um, anything that don't align with what they what they know, they fail to seek out new ideas. They fail to uh, demand more success. They're stuck, and especially when it comes to soccer. I don't think there's a, a respect uh, for soccer coaches and and the responsibility they have in terms of development. And I blame the, 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 the culture of soccer here for, for you know, people looking at coaches in the light, maybe because of how 90% of the coaches conduct themselves. They are more politicians than actually actual leaders. Why do I say that? Because they are more concerned with what is popular rather than standing on principles. Principles are unchanged. You can't turn E into C. You cannot turn F into Z. You cannot turn one into two. One is one, two is two. Principles. These principles from character. Because you, you, it's unchangeable. We talk about principles within the game. And then out of those principles, there are sub-principles. And then there are characteristics uh, within those principles. But it always go back to the principles. So once you start, once as a coach, you start moving, you, you begin to move away from principles, then you are now... Um, you you are you are out of character so no you can no longer you can no longer say that you are a leader you can no longer say that you are a developer of young athletes because you are not standing on principles you're standing on what is popular so this this level of devalue of coaches it's it's not, I'm not going to put the blame on the athletes and the parent. I'll put it on the culture that has been created here within travel soccer and um, travel soccer and development elite um, programs. There's no value. So where soccer is going you are not because if you cannot respect the coach 
as a value of a person within the development of your children or your child is like saying you it's like saying you go into a doctor and don't believe the doctor is capable of looking after your child but you will never say that okay what is what is what is the comparison between the two okay a coach will say to you listen the child they're struggling within this area you need to make this a priority you need to give more time to this obviously it's more more money you have to invest in yourself a lot of times okay i don't need to do that this does we've never done that um but you are where you are <laughs> you're still struggling with the things you're struggling three years ago but then there's no there's nothing there to tell you that but you're still struggling with the same things they will say well we're not doing that but then in the same light the, the very parent or child will ask you about their development and where they are so on one hand you don't respect the direction of the person you entrust to lead you through this path but then you trust them to give you feedback on the process it's crazy but when you go to a doctor and he says or she says listen you need to stop doing x y and z or you will die you go home immediately and you put things in place to stop you might not stop right away but you're not going to see you say oh that's the extreme but development is a process and some kids sometimes we talk about the kid who killed himself because he was cut from a program so you say the doctor is fit but your child your child life your child's mental state is not important until something happens because kids are not talking the truth or they're not truly opening to their parents about their deepest feelings anymore they're acting is this rebelliousness that is existing within 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 the world that a child don't have to tell you nothing they will just be smiling with you and going about their day and and then suddenly something crazy happened and then i didn't know so coaches you know we need to get back to that place where people understand the importance of of what we're doing and add some value <clears throat> to what is needed for development so where is soccer going that you are that you are not soccer is going in the direction of science science is taking the game to a whole new level if you like it or not you know there's there's a lot of pushback uh, with the science but when things are changing you better be ready for those changes and how you will function within those within the changes that are coming you might as well have some strong principles 
and you must have a strong character to be able to deal with the changes and still hold your position of character. You still need to have character, regardless of the, of the changes, which comes to principles. You have to establish your principles. People talk about um, non-negotiables. If you got non-negotiables, then you got some negotiables. That means you still have, you, you will still, you will still come off your principles to deal with what is popular, which that ultimately dismiss you from being a leader. Leaders don't do what is popular. They stand on principles because at the end of the day, when everything else fails, you need to be able to go back to the source or you need to go back to the foundation to really and truly understand what is your next move. So what are they doing now? What are they doing now to, to, to make me think that um, that SAC is heading in this direction and I don't see um, young players um, more, more or less the development academies, not the ones who are doing the things they need to do, but you know yourself what you're not doing. Uh, they're looking at more uh, specific or objective data um, and be more precise when it comes to four areas, four areas. I will only deal with one because for the next three shows after tonight, I'm going to deal with the others. But four key areas, there, there is a more specific approach. It's, it's a need for more objective data when it comes to the tactical, physical, psychological, and technical demands of the game. It's no longer what I see you can do, but it's more, um, it's about being more objective and having data to prove that you can truly perform in a high-performance environment. It sounds like a simple thing, but the science is the science is encouraging how you how you pick your players, how you choose your players. The science is dictating how we play the game how you play the game based on who you have and who you don't have. Science is influencing influencing the game in a way that more most young players and their supporting cast don't truly understand. That means you are not going where the game is going, so you're investing in something just maybe to for you to feel good about your you're supporting your child but you're really not supporting them based on where they want to go now if your child just playing for fun they just need some activities and they just want to go play with their friends fantastic but this is not the case most of the 
the the the kids that are playing soccer in this country, it's either it's two things happening. They want to be there, and the parents don't truly understand the process and don't know how to support them or don't want to support them because of the investment. Or on the other hand, the kid really don't want to play, but the parent had this dream of playing at the highest level and didn't, and now they're pushing the kids to do it, and then the kids, the, the, the player don't want to do the things that they need to do. So we got these two things happening. But in most cases, what I've seen, what I've heard, what I know, players dream of playing at the highest level, be it college, be it um, in a development, a, a higher development academy, or um, getting the opportunity to, to play pro. There's a desire. And, these dis and the discussion that you need to have with them is oftentimes uncomfortable only because there um, there's a need to invest one of the what we will focus on in the next 20 minutes or so is the physical aspect where the game is going and most players based on what i know based on what i've seen based on what i've heard they are not going in the direction of the elite game while you know in america here there's a lot of emphasis placed on the physical aspect of the game at the at the at the international level at youth academy across the across the board there's a lot of emphasis played uh, paid um, when it relates to the physical aspect of the game but the physical aspect is not the most important aspect i feel like all of these packages for pre-season for schools and, and stuff. It's a whole lot of running, 800 meters, 400 meters, and this and that and that. And um, and sometimes I wonder, is it a track team? Because how many times are you running 400 meters on a soccer field? You know, back in 1970 or stuff like that, you had to run so many laps and so many laps and then you get to the field and it's a whole different physical demand. And then you, 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 you're tired in the first 30, 20 minutes of the game. So it's not the most um, important aspect of the game. However, it needs to be incorporated. Um, this behavior needs to be incorporated with the idea the coach's idea of the game, if you understand what the coach's idea of the game is. And young players, parents need to be clear about what is the idea of the coach, what is the idea of the program that you are connected to. You know, studies would have shown that the highest level of physical demand, uh, where there's different physical demand, you can... Um, you can emphasize within your program based on your idea of the game, based on you know how you want to play the game, how you want to see the game, is 40%. So it's not, it's not, it should not be isolated, but it should be incorporated, incorporated based on the coach's idea, how he wants to play. 
we cannot, you know, you see a lot of players, they go to a trainer outside of their program. Um, and while the player, the, the, the trainer understands uh, and is what you would say, would they're very, um, they're certified and very qualified within within this field. If it's not incorporated with the game model, then the player is just working blindly. And we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about that a bit deeper. But we're dealing with the physical aspect um, of where the game is going, and I don't see um, the players going in that direction based on what is happening within the environment and what they're doing and the conversations that you normally hear across the board. We'll be right back to discuss a bit more in depth this aspect of the show. <clears throat> we actually start compact. Now, when this ball is here with JP, we want to be able to force them to the right side of the field. But Henry, you must start on the inside of the field, Henry, to give up this on the outside. Do you understand? Yeah. Alex is stepping to force him right So, now, right? Alex is, if Alex come out to the block, right? If Alex come out to the block, then Alex must be able to force JP to the right side of the field. Do you guys understand? Okay? And then, once they go right, then we keep them right side. And we stay compact. Let's go again. Come on. Welcome back to the Coach Kai Show. I want to say hi, hello, good night to those that are viewing the show. Wherever you are, share a comment. Um, let me know that you are here. I appreciate you taking this time out of your busy schedule um, to listen. If you haven't shared, please do to that young athlete that might have a dream um, in a place where they are not sure where how to get there, or if they even if they're even getting there, you know, you want to I appreciate if you share it with them. So at least, like it said, it could build some self-awareness and you know challenge some of their deficiencies in terms of optimizing their performance. So are we talking about the physical aspect? Um we talk about what is happening now and what they're doing. They're so specific and, it, when it, and need objective data to truly um, understand the physical demand, the physical demands that are placed on the game. Um, but it must be incorporated, as we said just before the break, to a soccer idea of the coach. It's not the most important thing, but it's going in a direction that as a young player, as coaches, we need to be able to understand it. We need to be able to understand it. 
we we don't need to be the specialists if you choose to do that. It's a lot of work, but it's important to have a base and to have an understanding if you are truly if you are truly into the development of young people. No, it's important also to understand how they're doing it. You know, not just what they're doing, but how they're how they're able to um, move the game in this direction, which I believe that we are not going with it as from a youth. I'm not talking about the national team level or the high professional levels, which understand it. I'm talking about um, these elite academy, excuse these elite academies, these developmental programs, which preach so highly about development and elite programs and um, lots and lots of supplementals and, and lots and lots of all of these programs um, speaking um, highly about development, but haven't shown the discipline or haven't shown the true character that is needed in terms of developing our young athletes. So, you know, if you're if you're academy and, and you're speaking about development, um, how must you do it? Where is the sports scientist? Sports scientists should be leading the program when it when it relates to the physical aspect of the game. Um, where's the specialist strength trainer within your program? Someone who is a master in knowing um, how the muscle perform in high performance environment and and the importance of recovery. Where is that person within your program? If you don't have a, a, a as a sports scientist, if you don't have a specialist strength training in your program, how are you speaking about uh, the development for the physical capacity that is needed to perform in an elite environment? Or the players having this desire to be at an elite environment, yet they don't have access to, to specialists? Where, where, where are the trainers who are dealing primarily with uh, the GPS? I see a, a lot of a lot of players using the GPS, but oftentimes I'm I'm seeing it at just the games. What about the training? And oftentimes I'm only seeing one coach at the training. Where's the trainer? Uh, where's the data going to to? Because I've asked players about who've who've uh, work in those environment uh, like you know what did your week look like from 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 your vest ah we just use it for games so where's the trainer to monitor that monitor their behavior um, of of the athlete within sessions and games these are some things we need to pay attention to in terms of if we're going in that direction but obviously, on the defense of the of of not really a defense, because I cannot defend something that you're saying. You are a fully developed program. You are selling that this is the place to produce quality players. Parents are going there based on that perception, um, because you're going to the best tournaments. You are playing in the higher leagues. Um, so if that be the case, and that's what you're saying, you have to stand on principle. 
because these things are necessary to truly deal with the health and wellness of the athlete. You see players are falling all over the place and, 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 and because of the physical demand that is placed on the player now to perform the wear and tear. So if you truly are saying that you want to be there, you need to be having these conversations or you need to have these things in place to truly understand and to protect the athlete's wellness and their health. But we're not truly, we're not seeing that. And, and I don't, I'm, I'm not defending the programs, but also these conversations happens and parents don't want to pay for it. Because to truly develop, if you're not getting, if you're not getting a big sponsorship like some of the clubs abroad, because their 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 mandate is to develop quality players. That's why they have quality people and they have quality staff within their organization, so that they can move their players on to bigger things. But in America, it's pay to play. So parents who are investing must invest in in totality if they truly want their players to develop that don't mean you will be a quality player because players in Europe young players are being cut every day because all of the resources are given to them and if they don't perform over a period of time then they're cut the difference here parents have to pay for it and because clubs are not demanding or they're not having these conversations on a regular or they're not saying well if you're not doing that we don't expect to see no emails on sunday when you when your kids perform bad or your kid get five minutes on the field we don't expect to see nothing from you because we've laid out the expectations. You're not following the expectations. You shouldn't demand nothing. But the problem is the kid will pick themselves up and go down the road. And they, 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 down the road will tell them a next fancy story. Not truly, not truly standing on principles. Which dismiss them from being, being, being a part of anything development. The moment you come off of principles, then it says something about your character. Because now you're doing what is popular. So if you're not having this discussion about the importance of these things, let the parents make the decisions. But if they make the decision not to, then why do you have you have 5,000, 2,000 kids in your program? Um, there's no way you can afford um, a, a trainer or two trainers or, or something for this developmental aspect of the game. We 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 have to we have to address that in a meaningful way. So this is important. The game is going in this direction. And if you truly speaking about development, then you need to be going in that direction, right? So but I but I'm 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 staying on this on, on this this how because I don't want to sound like okay. This is, you have to get you have to have all these things. Yes, it's important, but a lot of what is in science also because a lot of people don't want to hear about science within soccer because they think it's messing up the game. But I think the problem is we only look at the theoretical side of things. We only feel like it's about um, we only feel like the theory 
must be used always when it relates to practical. That is not so. While the theory is important and a person must be qualified and certified and, and know the science, we've got to be able to conceptualize that and incorporate it with the game model. That is where it gets a bit of, um, um, this is where the problem comes a lot. When we speak about the theory like it needs to be practiced on, on the field in its, in its totality. No, the theory must be practiced based on the game model or the head coach's um, soccer idea or the technical director's soccer idea and how it fits into what we want to do. So we just don't take this. why I say you just can't go to any trainer and just say, I want to get fit, I want to work. Because the trainer, while he might be or while she might be certified and well-educated, um, do they understand what is your game model? How do you want to play? How the coaches expect you to play? What is the profile of your position? Are they speak? Are they incorporating these things within your training? Are they talking to your head coach? Are they talking to your coach to figure out what you're doing? This is where the game is going. So you go into a private trainer, you're totally isolating what you're doing physically from the game. And that is that is not development. It needs to be incorporated because you're doing physical stuff within the game. They're preparing months ahead of time. You know, most, most teams got two weeks to prepare. Most teams got a one week to prepare, and then they, they're into competition already. That's not what is happening in the game. You have to prepare months and months ahead of time for what you're going into so that you can truly maximize um, your, your, your physical levels. We're not doing that. So if we're not doing that, we're running into injuries. We're running into problems. We're running into sickness. We're running into um, up and down performances. There's there's not a balance within your performance. One day, you one week you play really well. Next week, you look half of yourself. Next week, you look quarter of yourself. There's not a consistency there in how you in how you're performing. So you've got to be able to prepare. You have to be able to prepare months ahead of time if you're going to play at that level. It's very important to understand that, okay? So these are things that, you know, we need to be able to, to understand because we're going to run ourselves into problems. But when we come back, I will, you know, bring this, this curtain down to share some key things with you so you can understand. We'll be right back. This is why we are important uh, because we are not catering to what the what the world wants to see. We're not catering to what people's perception is. We're not catering to politics. We're catering to truth. We're catering to right. We're catering to, uh, to, to young people having their own identity and focus primarily on the development of individuals based on their pathway, based on where they want to be um, in their careers. And also um, focus a lot on young players who uh, want to be introduced to the game and 
sparklers who are at the fundamental stage making sure that we are orienting and reorienting and the players on a consistent basis. What makes KMSA different? Um, first of all, we firmly believe KMSA it's it's purpose-driven, it's, it's not money-driven. We are here to make sure that every single athlete has the opportunity to be intentional about their gifts. KMSA holds a high standard regardless of situations or circumstances that might limit us in terms of resources. We make sure that those resources that we have is maximized to its fullest potential. We create an environment where players must understand when they come in, um, the expectations and the standards are high um, and you must uh, be intentional and you must immerse yourself uh, within the environment to optimize your performances. Welcome back to the Coach Kayo Show. You're with your host, Kayo Day, here. I want to thank you again for um, staying with me and showing your support as we continue to impact our young people, as we continue to inspire them to live out their purpose regardless of you know lack of support in many in many areas um in terms um when there's a lot of doubt when there's a lot of fear of the un, of the unknown you know we want to continue to be um a, a program that that add value to the lives of our young people um and maybe in some some cases, what are we really talking about? What what you know? What am I really talking about? Am I qualified? I'm not. I'm not qualified to do nothing. Um, I just believe that if you have a heart, if you are standing on principle, if you are truly depending on your source, my source is God. Uh, you you're able to impact people's lives, not because of you, but because of what is happening through you so that it can really reach the heart of the person and change their direction or change their decision that might be fatal, that might be, that might push them to depression or stress or, you know, feeling like they are, they don't worth anything. Because these are some of the stories, you know, I hear, or these are some of the things I, I would have encountered, and it's 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 amazing or it's crazy how sports can can do such could do such damages. Um, but we we understand it here at KMSA, and we we ultimately try to make sure that we're impacting lives in a meaningful way. So. The game is heading this way physically, and we need to be on board. Um, for a very long time, was it was just the, the heart rate, you know, the heart rate monitor to, de to kind of determine um, the player level of fitness. Um, 
but now they're monitoring every movement, every movement. You know, why are they doing it? Why is it important for you to get on board? It's not just what they're doing and, and how they're trying to do it, but you need to understand why they're doing it. And they've looked at your age and your stage of your, of your development um, with the type of monitoring system that they're using. Now, everybody's not, they're not all using the same thing. You know, the elite, more elite players, you look at 18 to the, to the pro level, um, players, players are now using the, the catapult, I feel, um, system, which captures like 10 times more, more data than just the, um, the leading tracker. So they're capturing 10 times more information to play at that level. But then you see the, the, the 17 and younger, 17, 15, um, just using the, the, the GPS monitoring system just to really measure the intensity at the next level. They're just trying to monitor the intensity in, and, and here it is, in exercises and in the totality of the training session. So they're not just monitoring your intensity at the ending of the session, but they're now monitoring it in every exercise. So every exercise has a specific intensity with it. So if you if you let's say you're working with a training methodology of progressive of progressiveness, okay, or a progressive uh, methodology. So exercise one, what does that look like intensity wise? Functional exercise, what is that looking like? Phase of play, what is that looking like? The collective game, is it is it a build up? Is it the same? Are you losing? When you get to um, the functional from the technical, what is happening? So they they monitoring your intensity not just at the end of the session, but they're trying to do it for every exercise, and then the training session. So this is this is this is um, because the younger players, the 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 older players are focusing on winning. So their periodization might be a, not might be, it's different because the process started long ago for them. So they are at this level where the periodization will look different because it's all about regeneration and getting them back to both physical and cognitive freshness to perform because it's about winning. But for the young players, you have to train a certain way because the expectations are for you to play at that level. So by monitoring the levels above at the highest level, they have a sense of how much they need to push you within the session. So your periodization will look totally different because they it, it takes, you know, when I was playing, one trainer said, it takes four years of consistent training to bring you up to the level to play consistently with the physical demands of the game. Some people might say I'm crazy. Well, maybe I'm crazy, but like I'm saying, that was, that's what I was told. But I know it takes a long time. And because I've trained for so long, if I put on a, a bit of weight, because I'm getting older now, 
you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to be running no 400 long no track and, and doing all that stuff. I don't have no time for that. But I put on, I could put on weight, but then I just go, you know, I spend a lot of time doing boxing, um, hours and hours because I lose the weight in no, in no time because my body understands that, that consistent training, um, and I'm able to lose weight really quick. So it's different now. So you can't you you can't periodize your training the same way as as Chelsea for a team. <laughs> but if the coach if the coach decide to push you because you have this expectation and you want to be at that level, then you you have to know you've got to take care of your body. You will need a nutritionist. Food turns in food turns to energy. How are you gonna run? Excuse me, how are you gonna run consistently? How are you gonna play at a high level with consistency if you're not eating correctly? Well, um, we know how to eat, so okay. If you know how to eat, why are you not fit and you've been playing and you're 15 and and you you started playing when you were nine years old. How are you still struggling with fitness? How, why are you still struggling with the same injuries you had at 11, at 15? It could be many things, but you haven't tried all of the steps that is that all the steps that are needed to help you with your development and from a physical um, physical standpoint. Yet you say, well, I don't, I don't need to do that. But it's different. That's why these things are important. That's why the science is important. That's why the physical, the physical know-how is important. We haven't talked about the tactical, the technical, and the psychological yet. Let's deal with this because a lot of time is given to this aspect of the game. You see a, you go you see on in August preseason everybody's coming to the coming to the track. Bottle of water, soccer players, bottle of water uh uh are watching their hands and they're running laps like they're track players, track meet. Nothing in relation to soccer, nothing specific to their position, nothing. They're running don't represent how they want to play the game or how they will be asked to play the game or what the position requires of them to do. They put it down and they, you have to run 800 in this amount of time. You know, even these beep tests, I I, I'm, I, I will tell you, my, the coaches will tell you in the national team, I would just walk out the beep test. I just didn't, I, I just didn't like it. I would just go a certain time and I just walk out. And I would see my friends be running. They're going all to 15 and this and, and they're cheering them on and then come international game. They're like, I'm tired, 15 minutes. So it, it needs to be more objective data, more, more position specific, <laughs> more position specific. The idea of the game, the game model, it need you need to have those things now. You just can't go out and just run anymore. 
maybe back in the day you can do that, but that's not where the game is going. And that's that's why you're being left behind. You see players going to the gym and say, I'm just going to work out. What are you doing in the gym? Oh, I'm, I'm lifting weights. Lifting weights for what? Where the muscles you targeting? Why are you targeting those muscles? How is it going to help you? Well, you know, I don't know. I just got to get stronger. The coach, I just got to get stronger, you know? It's important to understand those things. Positions. Talking about total distance, speed running, sprints, average speed, acceleration, deceleration, maximum sprint. You need all of that. So you will need it. You 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 will say, well, I don't need all of that. Yeah, because you're playing at the level that you're playing at, and that will be your level. But who where where's the next Pulisic? Where where are we finding him? Where is he? Have we have we identified with him as already? Have we identified with 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 McKenney already? You know who's the next Tyler Adams? Like, do we know where he is? What happens when when Robinson is gone? Who's the next left fullback? Can we identify? Now, obviously, Des is young, but but where's the U15 player who we who who we could identify in a club right now that says, "Listen, he's the next Des. He he will be in Barcelona at 16." And this notion where you think coaches just throwing young players into professional game, it's 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 a myth. They're not just given no opportunities. These young players are being monitored every day based on what the expectations are up at that level. And can they physically do the work to play based on their position, based on how the, the idea of the coach, the soccer idea, football idea of the coach. So these kids are not just given opportunity. You hear people talk about it so loosely. Well, you see that coach giving the young player an opportunity. You just throw them in and just see what will happen. That's not what is happening. The players are being monitored every day. In terms of physically, how can they deal with the demands of the game at that level based on their position and what they're asked to do before they're given that opportunity? Now that don't say they will that don't say they will perform well, but there's there must be objective data there to tell you that this player can actually do the work. Or is warranted a try to do the work. They're not just picking out, oh, he could dribble or he looked nice and, and and let's give him let's give him a chance to go play. That's not what is happening. Please don't tell the players that. And players, don't tell yourself that. These players are put through the process with the expectations of that level. You are not. That is why. Where the game is going, you are not going. And as my Manchester United coach said, um, 
Radcliffe. He said, there's too much, a little bit of this. I will do a little bit of this. I will do a little bit of that. I will do a little bit over here. I will do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. He said, it's like, it's like being a little bit pregnant. You can't be a little bit pregnant. It's either you're pregnant or you're not pregnant. You can't do a little bit of nothing and expect to get something. And the investment that you're talking about, you're still wasting investment. Because if you stay five years within a program doing the same thing that, that you're doing, that is not aligned with the expectations of the level you want to go to, then you're still wasting your money. It's your money, though. I'm just trying to let you know you're still wasting it. Because what you where you want the child to go and where the child wants to go, they will not get there. So what is the purpose of the investment? Oh, just to make sure that they're doing what they like. Just make sure that, you know, and, and, and listen, if there, if we have an environment who is, is lying to you, just to make sure that you are, you are comfortable and it, it fits your convenience, then so be it. If if twenty people are doing this, twenty people are doing the same thing, then you know what 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 makes what I say gospel or makes it true. But where is your child going for the past five years? You've been in the same program. Where is the analysis? Where is the developmental plan? Where is the goal of the club? Is it is it is it in harmony with your goals? Do you see it working? Where is the data to prove that it's working? If there's none, then okay. Okay, let's bring this thing down to a close because there's some solutions that we definitely can you know can um, we can look at. And if you are a player, I've met a lot of players who. I see got real potential. Like the 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 9-year-olds, you see them, you, you see the potential, the 7-year-olds. But you look at the environment and they're just not. They're saying that they're elite. They say that they develop. They have the quality of coaches. They have coaches with A license and all of these things. And let me say this. A coach with an A license don't mean that they're doing the work. A coach is coaching three teams and then he's a director of coaching or he's coaching two teams and he's a technical director also. But he's telling you about the performance, but he never watched the game. He never watched the game, so he's giving you an eye test. How is that objective data? How are you going to coach two teams and be a technical director? And 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 But he, he, he... The coach is forced to do it. Because the organization need the finances. So not because you have an A license, that means you're operating within the integrity of development. And you cannot say you're developing the players if you're not standing on the principles of de development. And if you have an A license, it tells you that you are you have the competency level to develop a player into an elite player. You have the competency, but that's just theory. If you're not actually doing 
what is needed. You're not standing on principles. So you have to be dismissed from that, from that conversation of development and leadership. But most clubs, even though, even though they have a license, a license coaches, they're not effectively operating because the resources that are needed, if they tell the parents about it, the parents will go down the road. So they lose the players anyway. So now they have to they have to modify the principles and not go to do what is popular. Or they have to do like, like what Ratliff said, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and a little bit of that, which cannot help the game from a physical standpoint. So we need to address that. If you if you if you are developing, um, if you have a developmental model, then you need to seek out a sports scientist. More parents who are these elite programs need to be asking about the sports scientists. Can we see the sports scientists? I want my if I'm going to invest this money and go to Florida and go to Disney tournament and all of these things, well, I need to know where my child will will fit in. I need to clearly understand where is the best environment for him based on what he's trying to achieve and what he needs to do. That's a meaningful investment. Don't just pay and go to Florida and say you play in a tournament and you guys won. Your kid come back at 15, 16. He don't know where he's going. Now college is, he's trying to go to college, not sure. Yeah, he got into college, you go to D1, it's great, it's good. Not, never played a game or red-shirted, whatever. Now he's back down at junior college and then he quits. And that might be the next Pulisic. That might be the next McKinney. That might be the next Zach Stefan. That might be the next Turner. You don't, we don't know. We have to give them a chance. So we need a sports scientist. Because um, they need to do the, these reg regular checkups to make sure that they're doing everything within the matrix. Uh, we need to look out for the health and wellness of the players at all times. So proper assessment must be done. Proper assessment must be done on a regular with trainers, with physio. You need to have access to a nutritionist. Most, most players don't even know what a nutritionist, what is, why a nutritionist is important. And they're in developmental academies. The conversation not even happening. All he's saying is, hey, you know, you need to eat right. The kids come into training with pizza in hand. They come into the game with a pizza. They just had a pizza in the car and they come out and they, they, they want to run for 90 minutes. So need a nutritionist because we said food is energy. Um, You need to have physio. You need to have trainers. It's sad when you go to these. You go to programs. You, you you only see a trainer at the game. What type of feedback are you getting in terms of what can you expect from this player? Can you put him in the right situation? One thing I've learned is the increase, the increase in work is increasing fatigue. So the higher you go with your intensity, the risk of being injured is greater. If you're not a trainer and you're not sports scientist, if you're not a physio, you don't truly understand that. You, 
So it tells me that you you are fixed also within your mindset because if you know these things play a major role in the progression and the development of your athlete, why are you not having these discussions? And if you having these discussions and it's and you still have to water down your principles and 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 you still speak, speaking about development, then you lack integrity, you lack character, and you cannot speak so highly about development. You have to make you have to make bold decisions. So um, the reality is, we need we need more objective data. We need to have the resources in place to get these objective data, and we need to support our players. We need to find ways. We need to be creative. There are astute businessmen who run in these programs who are smart and know how to maneuver themselves to get what they want. But they need to be more conversations and they need to be a, a higher demand um, to make sure that the game wins. You see, all of these things I'm saying is not to, you know, to, to talk bad or, or bring down any program, but I'm, I'm saying with when you put these system in place, it helps the game, it helps the performance, it 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 desire more, it brings more corporate people in, it more players want to be involved because they see there's a pathway for them, a clear pathway, not a hope of something happening or somebody speaking for them, or you you don't even have the quality, but the coach will speak for you because it's a good sell for his program to say I send you here. But you you you're not at the level, and then the coach speak to a coach who is friends and give them a chance, and it looks good for the club. And you don't play, but then you get one game, and then oh my gosh, it's it's not, it's a, it's a whole lot of politics and no integrity. It will kill the game, and then everybody will be fighting for crumbs at the bottom. But if we have these honest conversation and we have these conversation with parents and we demand more from them. Because they demand a lot from the organization and the coaches. When it comes Sunday and they don't win or they don't perform as good as last week or the, or the players look really flat after one game, then they, they come after the coaches. The emails are long. Then they become coaches. They start telling you what position he should play. He's a better striker than a defender. He should be playing in midfield. They are now coaches. You have created that. Which is damaging the game. We did which we it it will be so hard to find the next Pulisic. It will be so hard to find the next McKenny. It's gonna be so hard to find the Tylers of the world, the Robertsons of the world. Where are you gonna find them? What happens if Pulisic, McKenny, Tyler don't play? Don't play on the USD. Do you guys truly have the confidence that they could beat? A Mexico, or they could beat a Panama, or they could beat El Salvador. Take those four players out of the program, and Des, but you know Des can take Des out of there. I'm not saying the players, the young players who come in through nicely, have some nice players, have some nice players, and they all go into Europe. So that is a that is a good thing. But take those players out now, and you have to replace them with 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 younger players. Who truly? I haven't seen none. Maybe I don't know. They're all over. America's a big place. I don't know. But from what I'm watching, who are you going to bring? 
science must be incorporated in terms of the physical uh, demand of the game and the expectation of the game. And coaches must have the ability to use this information, but it's it's how the it's how the the entire physical team able to conceptualize this within the idea of the game, um, of the of the coach's idea for the game, will help to better move the player forward. It will encourage better discipline on the player's part because they know they have to do this to get here. There will not be no gray area. It will be clear and it will be on the onus of the player and the supporting cast to say, guess what? We will go all the way with you to give you this opportunity. One day you will repay. One day you will repay. Don't have the rich man's mindset. Don't have the poor man's mindset. Have the wealthy man's mindset. Understand the new ideas. Understand the new trends. Get on board with it. Demand it. If you demand it, there will be a payout. It will be a payback. Um, this is where soccer is going. If you're not interested in, in, in that idea or in that behavior from a physical standpoint, um, where will you go? You're not going anywhere because that's where the game is going. And if you're not on board with it, then you are not. You need to understand this before 14 and 15 years old. Because once you get to 14 and 15, you know, 14 and 15 is a critical age. You know, 13 is, is where they truly start with on the developmental part where everything else is foundational and, and you know, they call it zone one. Because you could be 15 and yet you're a nine-year-old player in terms of the expectations. And now parents don't want to hear that because their ego gets shot. You're telling me my son is 15 playing for so long, but he's really a nine-year-old? Yeah, because based on the expectations, he's not a 15-year-old player. Based on the physical, the tactical, the technical, the psychological demands, and the indicators, your, your, your son is nowhere close or your daughter is nowhere close to that. That is the truth. The qualities that they possess is a nine-year-old quality. They're now learning how to receive under pressure, how to receive, to actually look forward. The coach still telling you at 15 about receiving with back foot, like back foot. So when you look at all these things, we, we have to do we have to do it differently. Sorry if I, I kept you so long, but it's God's will. If it needs to be said, it needs to be said. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it hopefully that the young player who don't know where to go and how to get there can have something to look back and say, you know what, let me try this. Maybe, just maybe, just maybe this will be the turning in my career. I could truly make my family proud. Because when you put that name behind your shirt and you're in front of ESPN, then everybody wants everybody want to say that they played a role. But the work now, the commitment now, uh, it's a bit uncertain. We're not sure. You know, um, you know, it just seemed like a money thing to me. And yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because this is the culture. 
but we need to do a better job of giving our young athletes the opportunity to truly live out their dream because that is more important than money. That's more important. This is an investment in life and purpose that your child could could help so many other kids, could turn them away from drugs, could turn them away from all of these uh, behaviors now that it's not it's it's not helping them to be, you know, to be a, a, a truly good citizen. We'll keep them away from crime. You don't know. You don't know the story of your child and what they can do and how they can change the world, how they can change the entire community, how they could bring change to their own environment, their own school. You don't know. We don't know. But I feel if they have a passion and a desire to be successful in this game, you have the you have the daunting responsibility to say I can or I cannot. But what I can do is do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then expect to be an, an, an elite player. The game is the game where the game is going physically. You need to get on board or you're not going there. I want to really thank you for enduring this time with me. Um hopefully the the you you grasp the message and, and understand that you need to look deeper, you need to ask harder questions, you need to demand more. Uh, you need to, uh, you're, you are given this responsibility to support your athlete and the athlete must also educate themselves. Um, there's information all over, but seek to have knowledge um, because a lot of people will say a lot of things. But it's important for you to to seek not just the information, but but get the knowledge, internalize things, and see what fits you and what moves you forward. But then understand that what is the, what what are you comparing yourself to? Um, what are you comparing yourself to? That you can your actions can truly represent where you're trying to go. If you have any questions or, or you 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 need some resources, feel free to reach out. You know the information, all the information um, are running across the stream. Um, feel free. Um, KMSA is a, is a resource in terms of helping our young athletes to truly understand what the expectations are. And if we don't know, we are we have the growth mindset. We will continue to learn so that we could continue to feed you with things that are true, things that are authentic, not things that are popular. Stay blessed and have a fantastic week. God bless. Improvement is a process, not a quick fix. This December, come to KMSA Winter Supplemental, where you can learn all the principles of the four moments of the game. variety of episodes are already available chock full of incredible insight from two qualified experienced coaches here are some previews of eye-opening quotes lots of players think they need to drive an hour or two hours to get good training because community clubs do not feel most of them if not all of them don't feel the responsibility to provide every child the best opportunity this is for players to have fun so why not name it rec a elite league shouldn't be based on teams it should be based on the coaching. There's no integrity in the game. It's 
all about business. It's it that's all it is. There's nothing about soccer first. Everything is about giving the athletes an experience. We hope you are available to tune in. New episodes every Monday night.